welcome to Hive Mind. My name is Meg. I'm here with Eli. Hello, Eli. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm great. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? I, I'm still working my way through the dropout. Loving it. Elizabeth Holmes. Oh. That's what it's called, right? You're still working your way through it. Yeah, wow. Well, I'm I impressed. Got, the reason why um, I got sidetracked is the last, the final episodes of the final season of Ozark dropped last week oh and oh boy was it a ride good this, or bad ride um ozark i think is it's e- easily one of the top five best shows of the last 20 years i really think so it's okay. incredible um it's very dark and heavy laura linney and jason bateman are incredible in it everybody is incredible in it um the final season i thought was fantastic there is a lot of conversation about whether the finale was good or not good. Sure. I think it was good. The problem that people have is they left a lot of open questions. So they didn't okay. like tie everything up. Okay. And I, I saw a lot of takes on Twitter that were like, this feels more like a season finale than a series finale. Okay. But I kind of like the ambiguity. So I'm, I'm into it. Okay. But it's a devastating finale. It's very hard to watch. Um, you need to watch Ozark. Okay. Man. All right. Just, okay. You will you will burn through it so fast. I know. I just need to set aside like a month. Yeah. <laughs> take off work. Yeah. Doesn't Congress take off August? Um. Yeah. They take off some. Shouldn't we, as a society, just mm-hmm. take off a month yeah. to catch up on shows? Which month would that should that be? I think August. Yeah. Yeah, because August is like kind of hot and gross, and you just want to hang out inside. If it's if it's oh, if we're taking the month off specifically to watch shows, I think it should be January. I don't know. I feel like January you're inside so much already. Yeah. That if it's the show catch up month, you're just gonna like spiral into despair. <laughs> August, you're like you can go out in mornings and evenings. Okay, and then you watch TV all day. Yeah. <laughs> I like this plan. Anyway, vote for me. Yeah. That'll be my platform. Every August, we all stay home and catch up on our shows. <laughs> all right. So Ozark is great. Uh, Survivor, I just, whatever, just trying to get through this season. Just trying to make it through. Thoughts and prayers. Well, apparently this week's episode was very good, and I haven't watched it yet. So maybe my mind will change, but people have been texting me about it. Wow. Um, And then I'm still watching Under the Banner of Heaven. Have you continued? Yes. Tell me, tell me your thoughts. <laughs> Look, I don't think I can be like an impartial viewer None on of us this. And like, I'm going in with my own biases. Does does Tori listen to this podcast? Uh, I don't know. Be careful. This show's boring. <laughs> this show is so boring. It's all exposition. Is there any aspect of it that you like? I think the Lafferty stuff is really interesting. Like when they're focusing on the Lafferty family and like the anti-government stuff is interesting. Like the church history stuff. I cannot imagine being someone outside of Mormonism Mm -hmm. and like understanding what's going on there Mm -hmm. or caring. Interesting. Um, Because I just feel like it's speaking to a very specific audience that I don't think a lot of people would care to understand what's going on and it's really like discombobulating. Oh. Um, I do not like Andrew Garfield in this. Oh, why? He's, the, the character seems very one-dimensional to me. Mm-hmm. 
um, and the way he talks, there's just something very sickly about it, very saccharine that really makes me cringe. Interesting. And I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it's like hard for me to watch yeah. for that reason. It's it's been it's been interesting to see. Uh, it, the the show is doing well. Is it? Yeah, and I think it's doing well outside of Mormondom. Mm. And I I wonder like if you don't have exposure to it, if it's just sort of like, oh, this is an interesting dramatic story. And if you do have a lot of exposure to it, it's either cringy or boring to you because it's like. Yeah, like a lot. There's a lot of my anxieties yeah. tied up in this, <laughs> which is, again, why I can't be impartial. That's interesting to know it's doing well. Um, yeah. You know, we, and we'll bring Rebby in to talk about it when it's all over. But I am like, oh, man, I just I really feel for Catholic people who had to deal with the Da Vinci Code, you know, yeah. <laughs> Like that's that's tough. It's tough when you have no control over the narrative. Yeah. Um. But you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. If you're a major religion in America, people are gonna make media about you. So. Yeah, it has 85 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh well, good good for DLB. Yeah. So, anyway, interesting. I I will of course watch it to the end, and um, I'm sure have lots of opinions when it's over. I mean, me too. Minute now. Can't walk away now. <laughs> um, that's kind of it. What about you? Uh, we started The Staircase on HBO. Okay. I never watched the original documentary. People really like the original documentary. This is a series, a dramatic series. And I know that I've lectured on true crime before and how problematic it is. And here I am watching another true crime series. But listen, Parker Posey's in it. <gasps> Parker Posey's in it. You've said enough. You can't. Yeah. I don't care what my morals and ethics are. If Parker Posey's in it, I'm watching it. Um, It stars Colin Firth and Tony Collette. Tony Collette is dead. And it's about how she died and the theories and whether or not he murdered her. And it is extremely gruesome and extremely graphic, but wildly entertaining. Okay. One of the best things I've seen in a long time. I can't do gruesome. You would very clearly know when to look away okay. in this. Got it. It's like I there are moments where I just pick up my phone and look at my phone because I can't look at what's happening. Yeah. Um, because it is like unflinching in its portrayal of how she maybe died. Okay. Um, it's good. Colin Firth is doing a really good job. Parker Posey is outstanding. It's an insane story. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope the family's okay mm-hmm. with all of it. We went and took the kids to see Bad Guys. It's a animated movie oh. about animals. Okay. It was fine. Okay. It was fine. Uh-huh. Um, who who made it? Like DreamWorks. Okay. It's not Pixar. Yeah. If that's your question. Yeah. But, you know, we ate popcorn. It was fun. Yeah. And then we watched. Okay. So it was like I was doing Legos. Uh-huh. Which you need a certain kind of movie when you're doing Legos, right? Like I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you, it's like knitting. Yeah, I mean, I, I can knit through anything though. Like, what, what do you mean? I, I've never done Legos. Okay, so Legos, so you, you're like looking at the instructions. Okay, and you're focused on what you're doing, but your brain. I mean, that's like a, that's a motor exercise. Your brain is still available. Because you're you, not reading. What do you do with your Lego creations? Give them to my kids to play with. Oh. And then they tear it apart and build new things with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm very uh, 
eco. I like this. I like this hobby for you. It's so therapeutic. Yeah, I like it. Um, but I do like to have like something to listen to and half watch. And so we were browsing Netflix and we landed on the mirror has two faces. Uh-huh. And we watched this and I texted you the day later and said like, boy, oh boy, do I know what we're talking about in the <laughs> next hive mind. Right. Uh, so here we are. We're talking about the Barbara Streisand 90s disaster that mirror has oh, two faces. Eli, I want you to give the synopsis here because I think you'd do a hilarious job. Okay. So this is a film starring Barbara Streisand and who's the main guy? Um, Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Poor That's man's right. Harrison Ford. Yeah, it, that is a very good way to describe him, especially in the 90s. Mm-hmm. He came onto, onto the screen at the beginning of this film. He's teaching a class, and Skyler was like, ooh, that man's cute. And then he's like, is he? <laughs> no, I don't think he is. <laughs> I, like, I mean, he's the big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a film where Barbara Streisand and Jeff Bridges are both Columbia professors. He teaches math. She teaches romance literature i don't know what she teaches i my guess is like some sort of vague humanities she doesn't seem to know and barbara streisand is doing the i'm pretty ugly but wink wink i'm barbara streisand thing, and and so she's this you know homely professor and she has no luck in love and he has no luck in love and he realizes that he keeps uh, falling in love with women that he's attracted to and therefore, uh, it ruins his life because then they don't want him. And then he's it like, gets crazy. He, he gets, gets crazy. He gets crazy. He's whenever. under their spell. He's under their spell. And so he decides that what he's going to do is find a woman that he's not attracted to, but who will be a good companion for him. And that's who he's going to marry. So he puts out an ad and he's like, I don't care what you look like. Re- respond to this ad. Um, what's her name's sister responds to the ad for. And so Barbara Streisand ends up going on a date with this guy. She falls in love with him. He falls in love with the idea of companionship with her. They end up getting married. And then they have what I texted you is absolutely a relationship between a straight woman and a gay man. Yes. And it was deeply uncomfortable to watch. I, I felt anxiety around Oh, you this. did? Yeah, because she's like trying to like get him to be affectionate with her. And he has no interest. And he's he's like not attracted to her. And he, does, he doesn't even want to approach that in any way. And so you you watch this like weird, uncomfortable marriage happen for a while. And then eventually she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then she goes off and gets hot. <laughs> this is where things really take a turn. This is the most problematic movie and I hated it. <laughs> she gets hot. She like starts starving herself and she like does a makeover. And then he sees her and he's like, whoa, you're hot now. And then their relationship is fine. Yeah. And like that's the movie. The movie is what what really just blows my mind about this is that Barbara Streisand wrote and directed it. <laughs> Instead of going to therapy, Barbara Streisand wrote and directed The Mirror Has oh Two Faces. She has kind of a prominent nose, you know, and I think that like really bothers her but it's like it's what makes you barbara streisand like you're beautiful you're beautiful in the first part of this movie yeah i'd argue you're more beautiful and interesting in the first part of this movie this movie really is in a lot of ways the inverse of funny girl because in funny girl she's playing a very similar character she's like well-spoken and kind of scrappy and and funny and whatever but she you know in funny girl does not see herself as beautiful but her personality is like great enough and this man comes along and he like 
thinks that she is perfectly beautiful just as she is, you know? And like, that's like the, the plot of Funny Girl. And this was just sort of like, let's make that message a lot worse. To be happy in a marriage, you need to be thin and wear makeup. Yep. That's what the message of this movie was. And, and it's so weird. And I, I told, cause I, I texted you while I was watching it and about halfway through the movie, I was like, what's Meg's problem with this? This is kind of a good time. <laughs> no, because it's good. It's good. And it's, it's kind of funny. And, and her character is actually pretty fun to follow along. They, there are these totally unrealistic, stupid scenes of her teaching and her big class, but they're fun. And yeah. she's like in, interacting with the students and she's giving like this lecture that you're like, if lectures were are like this, I want to go back to college. Also, I would fly through college. Yeah. Like. <laughs> She asks these questions and they all look at her dumb and I'm like, I know this. I know this. You know? And um, and and so it, it, I was like, this movie is like a good time. It's like it's quirky and, yeah. and it's funny. And Barbara Streisand, like her her comedic timing is pretty good. And and then it starts getting to the I'll just lose weight and become hot part and and the mar- and watching the marriage and feeling uncomfortable with that. And I was just like, ugh, ugh. And then it just gets worse and worse and yeah. worse. And by the time it was ending, I was like, you have got to be kidding me that that was the movie. <laughs> I feel like she watched the first half of Annie Hall and the second half of Pretty Women and was like, let's <laughs> combine them. And I have an idea. I'll star in it. Oh, my gosh. Well, so that that's what what's really funny to me. Because you, you texted me and said, I can't believe Barbara Streisand wrote a film where she gets to be a hot genius. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, what kind she of... has a mall in her house. Like, this woman can do whatever she wants. She cloned <laughs> she her dog. She has dogs. a mall in her house? Eli, have you not heard about Barbara Streisand's mall? No. The basement of her estate is a fully staffed mall. Just for her? With mall stores. Yes, just for her. What? So she can go down and shop in her mall whatever she wants. And she just pays to have all of these yes, stores there? That's what How she... How much money does this woman have? <laughs> a looking lot. This up. She cloned a dog. Well, that was like, what, 10 grand or something? It, to clone a dog? Yeah. To buy a dog is 10 grand. I feel like... Okay, I'm going to look that up, too. Okay. Barbara Streisand net worth. She is worth... She's not a billionaire. $400 million. You could buy a mall with four hundred million dollars. Well, but you can fully stack that mall she and clone a dog. She didn't just clone dogs. Um, cost. Um, she oh she paid fifty thousand dollars to clone her dogs, which like that's a lot of money to me. That feels but if, cheap. If you're Barbara Streisand, you're to probably clone, like to clone yeah. a dog. Yeah, like I'll clone my dog. How the as the dog alive? Don't yeah. we have problems cloning animals? Do we? Don't they all die? I've never didn't tried Dolly it. the sheep die? Oh, I, well, that was a while ago, wasn't that? Yeah, but 90s? I haven't heard of like a lot of successes. Was since. that controversial when we cloned Dolly the sheep? I feel yeah. like there was a debate about well, it. Oh yeah, yeah, but now I we, think it's controversial now. It is. Yeah. Maybe my moral code is just kind of eroded. Gone. Yeah, because I, I would one hundred percent clone my Duncan Duncan. I don't know about Louie yet. Jury's still I out just feel like you're asking for like a horror situation. Like you think you have the clone of your dog, but there's some like malfunction, you know? Okay. So and they're actually evil. You know how when you Google something and then it like gives you other things that you could Google around that topic? Yeah. The top choice was I regret, I seriously regret cloning my dog. And then there's a whole Reddit post of a guy who regrets cloning his dog. Why? I'm skimming it right now. Buried her in the order. I bawled like a baby. Then we cloned. And the new dog is a demon. 
See? See? <laughs> what did I say? Also, listen, guys, listen. Uh-huh. Part of owning a pet is the heartbreak of losing that pet. Like, that's just part of the deal. They don't live as long as we do. You treasure every moment with them because you know their life is a yeah. lot shorter. Yeah, this sounds like it. I'm just still skimming it. He said that the dog would just suddenly start howling out of nowhere and then chasing it by the gun. Of course it did. One night around three in the morning, I woke up from this really weird dream. I'd been out in the backyard playing Frisbee with the dog when suddenly she started vomiting up blood. <laughs> I woke up with a jerk. The room was dark, but I could sense something watching me from the shadows. <laughs> I sat up in bed Don't and instantly saw the dog dogs. silhouetted in the bedroom doorway staring at me. Her left eye seemed to be glowing green. I snapped the lights on, but the room was empty. She wasn't there. That freaked me out. I got out of bed and went downstairs, and there she was, curled up in her usual spot in the corner of the kitchen, whimpering and jerking in her sleep. Yeah, it goes against nature's laws. I'm sorry. Don't clone your dogs. Yeah. Anybody, including Barbara. <laughs> um, make more mirror has two faces, I guess. More has what, what four you, faces. What do you think of Barbara Streisand's Barbara Streisand as a performer? I like Major. it. What um like not just in this movie, but like generally. You know, I haven't consumed a lot of Barbara Streisand. She's great in the way we were. Okay. I saw What's Up Doc a million years mm-hmm. ago. I great, do feel great. like she's kind of female Woody Allen minus being a terribly problematic person like that's kind of the void she filled you know um did you you see funny girl i don't think i've ever seen funny Girl. oh you should it's it's i think it is one of the two or three best musical to film adaptations okay it's incredible i mean she did a star is born right she was yeah the 70s yeah but it's really boring is it i watched that um yeah it's it's so long and it's so boring but uh, Funny Girl is, it's outrageously good. And she is incredible in it. Like, okay. she She's sort of the the personality of the What's Up Doc person if she wasn't so crazy. Okay. But like, it's like that kind of high energy Frenetic. comedy. And, and then obviously she's like an incredible singer. And so yeah. it's a really fun movie. Okay. I heard that because um, Funny Girl's uh, on Broadway right now and it's not getting good reviews. Oh, no. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, it is. Um, it's only a matter of time before they make a remake with Lady Gaga. Mm, I'd watch that. I would too. She's our new Streisand. La- Lady Gaga is an excellent actor. Like she's, I've I've been surprised in recent years that everything I've seen her in, I'm like, oh, she's she is really good. What at have it. you seen her in other than A Star Is Born? Well, A Star Is Born really surprised me at how much I liked her in that. Yeah, she's great. But in she it. was in um, American Horror Story. Oh, did you watch that? I wasn't into it, but I caught some of it, and I was like, oh, she's she is good in this. Okay. Like, she knows what she's doing. I mean, yeah, she's good. She's a performer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call her a singer so much as a performer. So you don't think you wouldn't call her a singer? I mean, no. Yeah, I take that back. She has pipes. Yeah. When yeah. when she performed that song from A Star Is Born at the Oscars, I was like blown away. That's true. And then yeah, remember the look she gave Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope they never take the Oscars away. Oh, don't don't take them away from us. You guys, we need it. Yeah. Um, what's the most problematic thing about this movie? Well, I do think the most problematic thing is the message that she had to get hot in order for him to love her. Yeah. He does say, I really wanted you then, but now he like can't help himself. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. 
women, just stay single. Mm. If the only guy who wants to marry you is a guy who has said, I'm not attracted to you, it's better to just stay single, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was, there, there's a scene, um, it's their honeymoon, like their first night, and they're sleeping on separate beds watching a movie together. And I'm like, I mean, that's like 20 years into marriage, but not on the honeymoon. Not on the honeymoon. And it, it like stressed me out. It's stressful. Yeah, yeah it's stressful. Um, and you get, hey, listen, you don't need to lose weight or wear more makeup. Mm-mm. Please listen to me. If you want to, by all means. Go for it. Be healthy about it. Be healthy. But like, we like you the way you are. Mm-hmm. Also, the Pierce Brosnan of this. What was his the point of his character? I actually really didn't understand. Why I he was feel in this. like he was mostly edited out, and then they left in some like nonsensical scraps. Yeah. And the mean sister. Mm-hmm. What? Why? What are we? Who? What is happening? Like the sister is prettier than Barbara, and mean to her husband, but really cares about Barbara and sets her up with Jeff Bridges, even though so she thinks weird. she's ugly. I, the only thing that I can, I can kind of figure with with those characters, Pierce Brosnan and the sister, is they're trying to show a couple that is hot and attracted to each other, but their marriage is bad. Okay. I I think that was the point okay. of them. Yeah, that makes sense. But then they end up, Barbara Streisand just gets hot and it, it, it like didn't, it didn't work. Like it was just like, well, I don't understand why this is here at all. Right. Because Barbara Streisand ultimately becomes them. Mm-hmm. The mom. <laughs> Whose whole thing is being pretty once. Like, it's also like anti people who are pretty, which is yeah. equally problematic yeah. because they can also have rich inner lives. Yeah. And this movie just suggests that they don't. Yeah. You know, you have to start out ugly and then become, but she's not ugly. You have yeah. to start out not believing you're beautiful and then become beautiful and then you can be smart and beautiful. Yeah, that's the thing is there, when she's the homely law professor, like, she still has like this, like, sexy vibe about her oh it is very gen z 2022 (laughs) like slouchy hair like up in a mess but like beautiful she's beautiful it's it's the sandra bullock problem (sighs) where every movie of sandra bullock is them trying to convince us that she's not hot yeah and it's like i'm sorry but this woman is a supermodel and we can all see that it ends and it says a barbara streisand production i'm like that's i don't know if i would have put my name on this (laughs) you know like, maybe not in quite so big a font. Yeah. And remember, she didn't go to the Oscars because she wasn't nominated for Best Director. Oh, what? that was that year? Yes. For oh, this movie. Honey. She wanted to be nominated for this movie. It feels like it's trying very hard to be cinematic. Like, yes. when it started, I thought it was, like, a film from, like, the 60s or 70s because it has that kind of, like, old, tiny, yeah. like, big, broad landscape, uh, like, c- cinematography and I was like, oh, this is, I thought it was going to be a musical because it like kind of had that fiddler on the roof almost yeah. like feel to it. But then I got halfway through it. I'm like, oh, they're just trying to like go for this like classic feel. So that does not surprise me if there were like kind of Oscar I think it was nominated for best song for like the closing, like she was ugly and now she's home. <laughs> And so she was invited, but did not attend because she wasn't nominated. And then the next year, I think, they gave her the Golden Globe for Lifetime Achievement to, like, apologize for not inviting her. Hollywood's such a mess. I love it. She's she's won an an Oscar for Best Director. For what? I don't know, because I think she's, she's like, one of two women that has. 
I mean, good for her. I'm gonna look this up. She's she was ugly, and then, and then she I found think... a man, and then she got hot for him, and now they're probably not so happy. She, she won best original song, Evergreen, 1977. Best actress, Funny Girl, 1969. Um, maybe she. I could have sworn she won an. What Oscar. else has she directed? I don't know. I think this was it. Huh. Well, I'd give her an Oscar. I just... Um, you know how old she is? 70-something? 80. 80. Babs. I wonder so if there's a Talbot's in her mall. Um, a winner of two Oscars, Barbara Streisand has directed three feature films, which earned a total of 14 Academy Award nominations. Okay. So, interesting. Do you think she has to pay for the merchandise she buys in her mall? Well, I was going to ask you that. She probably has to, right? Because she brings in these franchises and then she's just the real estate for them. And she has to pay the stop. C- can other people shop at them? I'm so I don't, confused I don't about know. This. That's a good question. Probably like friends and family. But she doesn't want like the general public, the public coming to her basement. Hmm. Do you know what stores she has? I hope it's like Claire's. Gap. I, <laughs> I hope, yeah. I hope it's like a real mall, you know, where there's the one half that's the, the good pre- half the and then there's the other half that's like, ugh, Foot Locker. Like, and then there's like the pretzel place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Auntie Anne's. <laughs> yeah, because maybe she's just like, I miss being able to just go to trashy malls, so I'm going to build one in my house. There is a certain kind of comfort of walking by like Spencer's Gifts, you know, and being like, I'll never go in there, but I'm happy to know it's here. Yeah, yeah. What is Spencer's gifts? Remember, I don't even think they exist anymore, but it was like all these joke gifts and they were usually right next to Hot Topic. Oh, Hot Topic. I could, like, you just said Hot Topic and a, and a whiff just like came <laughs> into my nose. Like, I can still smell what that store Did you like. watch the Abercrombie documentary? Mm-mm. Okay, it's on Netflix and you should watch it. It's wild. But like watching that, I was like, I can smell this. I can smell this from here. Yeah. What was, was Abercrombie the one that was really dark inside well there was that and there was um not aeropostale but Mm. like the uh other a one yeah and it was so dark in there yeah like i remember going there with a friend in college and we were using our flip phones as flashlights (laughs) to see the clothes well because you're paying for like i bought a shirt here you're not paying for the actual shirt it doesn't matter just pick one yeah (laughs) buy it it doesn't matter size doesn't matter color well, that's a uh, mirror has two faces. Kind of. I don't understand why it's <laughs> called that. I truly don't. Yeah, I don't get it either. I kept waiting for her to say, like, the mirror, it has two faces, yeah. like my life. <laughs> and she never did. Because she, she is both hot and ugly in the movie. So it's like two faces that she sees in the mirror. But don't we all, like, today I looked in the mirror, like, we have our hots and our ugly days. I have puffy eyes today. Me too. I had to use the roller thing today. What is that? What roller thing? It's like a, um, like a stone, and it's attached to a roller, and it's, like, cooling. Does it work? Helps with puffiness. It makes me feel like it works. I don't know if it actually works. Okay. Okay, well, this has been Beauty Tips with Eli and Meg. <laughs> don't clone your dog. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.